Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's jump in to today's stories. Now, our first story is going to come with an update, and there is brief mentions of an eating disorder and a car accident, so please feel free to use the timestamps if you want to. That is what they're there for. Thanks. And it's from Prob Crying, titled, Am I the Arsehole for Not Inviting My Sister to My Wedding? This might be a bit long. I, 27 female, have been with my husband, Jay, for over 10 years. We got married six years ago, but only did it through court, and we never had a wedding. We always said later, but timing was not on our side. Well, it finally is. We decided to have our wedding ceremony and reception later this year and invite our closest family and friends. We were doing our guest list and decided that my older sister would not be invited. She has been a toxic person in my life since I can remember, to name a few things. When I started dating Jay, she used to tell him that he could do so much better than me. I've never been someone that wears a lot of makeup and Jay has always known this. She used to tell me that he was going to leave me because I didn't take care of myself. I've suffered with an eating disorder and have done impatient. She told Jay that I was crazy and shouldn't be dealing with me and should just leave me. When I was at said impatient, she tried to use me to get an excuse for her job so she wouldn't have to do something she didn't want to do, all under the pretense of helping with our girls. This was my second day there. When I told her I couldn't, she called me selfish and why I couldn't do this for her and didn't reach out the two months I was in there and just so much more. As the years gone by, Jay has stood up for me time and time again and doesn't let her run over me, something I've had trouble with. She hates this. She mentioned one time that he shouldn't get involved in family slash sister matters. We had a traumatic childhood, so I felt like we had to be close. I think it's part of why I had such a hard time cutting her off. Anyways, last Thanksgiving, we got into a fight. Jay and I tried to have a civilized conversation and put all differences aside and move forward. Did not go well and she played victim at all times. Jay and I knew we tried. She brushed it under the rug and a few days later was back to normal. After that, a month later, Jay had to leave for two months for a training and I stayed alone with my two girls. She made all these promises of coming to visit us and keep us company, and so did her husband, brother-in-law. They ended up coming to our state and then kept making up excuses as to why they couldn't come. She didn't talk to me until she went back to the state she lives. I was annoyed because they also promised my six-year-old and then just left her hanging. After they went back, she texted me twice and I briefly answered once since I was annoyed and honestly didn't want to get into a fight. A week and a half after the text, the girls and I got into a car accident. Car was totaled and it wasn't pretty. 
Thankfully, the girls had minor injuries. She never reached out, never cared. Mum and younger sister came to help and called her in FaceTime and she gave me an attitude. It was like something clicked and I was just done. She's a negative and toxic person for me, blood related or not. Obviously, I told my family she will not be invited and they know everything, but they want me to be the bigger person because she's your sister no matter what and just be the bigger person again. I've stood my ground, but am I the asshole? So at the very end of this one, she's your sister no matter what. And we've seen that many times on this subreddit where it's family. So you've got to do right by your family. Absolutely not. We know what we say to that. And just be the bigger person. I mean, come on. Why would you want someone who's treated you this way, who's a toxic influence in your life at your wedding, your special day? If the person wasn't blood related, there's no way they would ever be at your wedding. So do not have them at your wedding now. This is your choice. This is your time. And you don't want a toxic influence around your special day. Don't blame me for it. Not the asshole at all. Kettlewise says not the asshole. Be the bigger person. Shouldn't mean inviting the company of a toxic, negative person. Even when they are family. Certainly not to attend an event that's supposed to be a celebration of your marriage. Trickster Trio says not the asshole. Be the bigger person equals life flatter doormat so we don't have to be uncomfortable. Your sister is a trash person who's made no attempts to make amends or apologize for her bad behavior. The consequence is she misses out on life events because she's proven herself to make drama out of nothing. If they try to guilt trip you with, that's how she is. Counter it with, this is how I am. I won't be disrespected on my wedding day. Drop it or drop out. OP replies to that saying, your first sentence made me legit tear up a bit. It's always been like that my whole life. I've had them say that because of my mental illness, they have to walk around eggshells with me. When I asked, when has that happened? It was when I finally stood up for myself and addressed how what they did made me feel. No RXN's quotes saying, it was like something clicked and I was just done. Quotes again saying I was annoyed because they also promised my six-year-old and then just left her hanging. A week and a half after the text, the girls and I got into a car accident, car was total, and it wasn't pretty. Thankfully, the girls had minor injuries, she never reached out, never cared, and quotes one more time saying, Mum and younger sister came to help, and called her in FaceTime, and she gave me an attitude. Then goes on to say, I think these might have something to do with it. Your daughters are now getting old enough to be victims of a cycle of abuse, and seeing her not even give two shits about the well-being of your children after a car crash is probably what clicked. Good on you, OP. Your wedding is supposed to be a place where everyone is celebrating the love of your family, you, your husband, and your daughters. And honestly, you should definitely consider staying low contact for the sake of your daughters, not the arsehole. OP replies to that one saying, that was definitely it. I've never spoken bad about her to my girls because at the end of the day, I think they should be allowed to make their own minds about her. But even my oldest, the six-year-old, has been mentioning how she never reached out and has stopped caring about her and doesn't ask about her. I don't talk to her. After the accident and her attitude for no reason, I was just done. But since we just decided on the wedding date like a week ago, everyone wants me to be the bigger person and the whole, but we're family. For a moment, I started questioning myself, but seeing everyone's replies has been so helpful. Then OP comments on their own post before the update, which says, I wish I knew too. Due to the character limits, I couldn't go into detail about everything and could only provide a few examples of things she has done to me. The thing is, she's the firstborn and the oldest. She has always been the favorite. I've accepted it. Even people that know us, like other family members or friends of the family, know she's my mum's favorite. 
My mum will always back her up and find an excuse for whatever she does. To provide you some other examples, when I was pregnant with my second, I had a high-risk pregnancy. I was about 38 weeks along when she asked me to take care of her dog for the weekend while she moved. I was already dilated and doctors said I could go at any moment. I told her I could only do those days since I also have a cat and they didn't get along. She kept saying, yes, just the weekend. I'll come over at night and feed him and clean and everything. That did not happen. He was with me for a whole week. She did not come once and had to clean everything while my doctor strictly told me to rest as much as I can. Says my husband is military, so he wasn't here most of the days to be able to help me. I kept telling her to come and she ignored me until my husband texted her husband, then boyfriend, that they had to pick him up because I was literally due any day. She came in mad as fuck because why couldn't you do it for me? It was just a few days and not have to take him back. I've already had difficulties and no one stood up for me. When I explained what had happened, my family just said she's stressed because she's moving. So I'm okay with whatever difficulty comes. Now we're going to move on to the update to see what happens there. And I hope that, you know, they got around not inviting this person. We had the wedding this weekend and it was everything we could have wished for and more. We were so happy to finally have this day and share it with our loved ones. These past few months, I've been in therapy to deal with just different things and obviously the topic of my family has come up. My sister and I actually had a talk about a month and a half ago, just her and I. She apologized for a lot of things which she has never done before, so I appreciated that. We also realized that this was the first time we actually sat down to talk, just her and I, no one else involved. My mum would usually want to be there and then meddle then send messages back and forward, but it was never what me or my sister said. We realized my mom had a lot to do with our relationship and how it went. She knew some of her actions were toxic and that's when she apologized about it and we had a genuine talk about it. It was nice. Afterwards, we talked at least weekly and you could feel the difference now and we had talked about everything. She ended up coming to the wedding and there was no drama at all, except the cake, but can't be a wedding without a mishap. We really had the best time and everyone got along perfectly. Thank you all for the support on the previous post. Didn't forget about the Reddit fam and just wanted to update you guys. And the main comments were straight away was, what happened to the cake? What was the drama about the cake? Had me going as well. And OP did reply to that saying, I'm sorry, I was at work all day. Pretty much when it was en route to the location, the top part of the cake completely slid backwards from what we gathered. It was not supported enough and the box where it's put in was too big for it. When we got it out of the box, the whole front was just messed up. So we switched the decor around and the back part became the front. And then we did our best to cover it. It kind of worked. After the freak out, we just laughed about it. Wedding cakes are always a hassle. And we just made a joke about it throughout the wedding. Before we comment on it, I went to a wedding just recently. Sorry, I'm going on one of my waffles as I do. And I was sat there and everyone was giving their speeches and stuff at the front. And you could see the cake like just, just off to the side of them. And throughout the speeches and since, because the room was getting so hot, the cake started to tip. You could see like the bottom layer wasn't supporting the next two tiers up. And the, the middle tier started to sink into the bottom tier. And you could see it going slower and slower. And it, I thought it was going to go. My anxiety was going through the roof. I wanted to say something as, as the speeches. But other people noticed it as well. You could see everyone like side-eyeing this cake. Thank goodness it didn't go. But, you know, anxiety was through the roof at that moment. <laughs> And I think it's a pretty positive post. I know I said at the very end of the first bit there, you know, I hope that they don't come to the wedding, but I think OP has dealt with it in the best way possible. As long as, you know, 
as we say in other stories that they set their boundaries and they know the point to back away from sister if it does start to escalate once again but i think it's a wonderful update in some ways and they've said in some ways like the mum is the spark that usually gets in the middle and creates these dramas so what do you guys make of this story what do you think about the update have you ever seen any cake mishaps in a wedding before mm, i like to hear it let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one now our next story comes from throwaway pigsty titled am i the asshole for choosing to work at home when my zoom meetings annoy my husband my employer has given the employees the choice of working at home or going into the office. Personally, I feel that it's safer to stay at home given what's still going on. And it's about half and half of my coworkers who have decided to stay home or go to the office. The problem and conflict is that I often have two or three one-hour Zoom meetings a day. I use headphones, but I do talk during part of them. I close the door, but the noise bothers my husband, who is in the other room. He is also at home all day since he's unemployed. He keeps telling me that I am selfish to stay at home and bother him when I could choose to go to work in the office. And he says I'm just too lazy to go to the office and waves off my health concerns as paranoid. I do feel guilty because he gets really upset by the noise and says it's hard for him to focus on stuff he's reading when he hears me talking. Am I wrong? Should I go into the office a few days a week? I'm getting a lot of comments that I should tell my husband to look for a job, but he told me he doesn't want to until COVID is over which is a bit weird since he says I'm paranoid about it. Overall, he makes me feel guilty a lot, which is why I came on here. Lately, he's been getting upset that our place isn't clean enough. We don't sleep in the same room, but he comes in and inspects my room every day. And today, he was upset about the noise again. Oh my bloody word. Now, I was almost laughing when it said in the second paragraph, I'm just too lazy to go to the office and waves off my health concerns as paranoid. When, you know, and he's using COVID to not look for a job right now. He's getting upset that your place isn't clean enough, yet he's at home all day, so could be helping cleaning. I'm not sure what your, your balance is between chores as well. And I wonder if he's doing more of the chores that you're working and he's at home more. And he comes, even though you don't sleep together, which is absolutely fine. We promote that sort of thing here, you know, healthy sleep and all that. But he comes in to your room and inspects it every day. Inspect your room. Be telling the fuck off. Absolutely not the asshole to me. But Tough Gong says, the question is, what is he doing that requires you to be out of the house? Well, apparently he's reading according to this post. Tracy Min OB says, lol, the man is unemployed, stays home and reads and calls you lazy for not going into the office and bothering him. Tell him to go to the library if he wants to read. Not the asshole. No jellyfish says not the asshole. He is bothered because you are working. You dare to disturb him being a couch potato. Oh my, oh my. <laughs> what is he doing that he needs so hard to focus on if you occasionally speaking up during the meeting is disturbing him? I dream in words says and quotes, he is also at home all day since he's unemployed and then says, not the asshole. How exactly does this interrupt him? What important things is he up to that he can't handle a bit of talking from the other room? He's the selfish one. Work from home if that's how you feel safest and tell him that if he's bothered by the sound, he can leave the house and go and look for jobs during those time periods. And one more from Jetson Berlin who says, I know others have already said this, but I'm going to repeat it because it's important you hear it and don't dismiss it as a random opinion. Your husband is immature, disrespectful and emotionally abusive. 
calling you lazy and selfish while you're the only breadwinner and the only one to do any housework. Not normal and not okay. Criticizing your efforts on a daily basis as not good enough, while he makes none of his own. Not normal and not okay. Sitting on his hiney while you bust your ass to keep a roof over your head and to keep that roof tidy. Refusing to make any effort or contribution and getting angry at you for working in your own house. Not normal and not okay. Girl, dump this guy. You'll feel so much better. Partner should lift you up and make your life better. He's weighing you down and making your life worse. Whatever in your past told you this is what love is, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to suffer and be treated like crap to have love. You do, though, have to get out of this relationship to have a happier life. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And our next story comes from Swan Papa, who says, Am I the asshole for walking off with free drinks? Saturday night came and me and a friend went bowling. Prior to getting our shoes slash our lane, we went to the bar and I paid for a couple of pints of Stara Praman. To be fair, I tapped my contactless card without looking at the amount and walked off with my friend to get our lane. A couple of minutes later, the lady from the bar comes literally running up in some weird fluster and says the transaction didn't go through and I could come back and pay. So I follow her back to the till. This time I check the amount that's correct and tap my card. No problem thus far. So I thought I would check my online banking and I have two transactions. One is the correct amount for the two pints and the other is an arbitrary charge of £2.85. So I go back up to the bar and explain to the lady that I've been double charged and show her my app. She says she can't do anything right now as I will need a manager who is busy filling up the slot machine or something. So I tell her which lane we'll be bowling at and she can send the manager over when he is free. At this point I said, if you want to just give her a drink for that value we can do this. Apparently this wasn't an option. Playing a whole game of bowling, 30 minutes, no manager has come over. We have drunk our pint, so I go back to the bar to order two more, and the lady in either an act of defiance, a bout of amnesia, or as I potentially suspect, she does this quite frequently, and people don't spot these small transactions. Basically, talks to me like it's still Saturday night, and I'm a moron for bothering her again. This rubbed me up no end, so when she had pulled the two pints in a calm voice, this is important, and said, you have motivation to send the manager now, I'm on lane 22, and walked off without paying for the drinks. We start our second game and decide to go for a cigarette. When outside, pints in hand alongside a fairly large group of vocal guys, a security guard appears and asks everyone to put their pints inside. Everyone does this, 
At this point, he then becomes the manager, asked me why I think it's acceptable to steal drinks. I laughed, told me I made this girl, she was 22 to 25, cry. Told me I was banned from the establishment and I was not welcome back in the place. At this point, I genuinely think he is joking. I pleaded at this point because even though I don't believe I am the asshole, I didn't want the evening to be ruined. After being allowed 20 seconds to show my bank account, only to be told, I don't know why you didn't buy something for this amount. I was told if I stepped back in the establishment, I would be removed. All my stuff is inside and I have paid about £48 total for three games each. Bowling is expensive as hell. I was not prepared to leave without a refund. Thankfully, he did refund the two games and the £2.85 and I was able to get my stuff. More so because I walked in and he opted not to make more of a scene. So, am I the asshole for doing what I did? So as we can see, this is a UK-based story and what OP said about bowling alleys here being expensive, that is so true. Our local one is so bloody expensive for a game of bowling. And in the UK, most places I've been to, you don't get a service charge. It's very rare, I think. And I certainly wouldn't expect one at a bowling alley and they usually chain bowling alleys in the UK. So based on that, I wouldn't expect the service charge from there. So this is a very suspicious amount to be coming off your card like that. And I may get hate for this one, but it's kind of one of those ones where I think it's like a, a justified asshole in the situation or probably an everyone sucks here. And a story that popped into my head as I was reading that, you know, in this little rogue charge, I don't know what it could be. This, this is the big question in this story. What is that £2.85 all about? And a few years back, a local shop of ours, you know, you could ask for cash back when you go into the store. So you buy something, you could say, oh, can I also get £20 cash back? And there was a spate of people where they weren't checking, they weren't checking their like bank accounts afterwards. So they would go into this shop offered cash back they would say no i don't want cash back but the person would put in cash back and take the money out the till for themselves and apparently this was happening quite frequently quite often and and no one was really noticing for a good while and i sort of did wonder if it was along those lines but again two pound 85 is a very odd amount isn't it and i'm not saying that's the case in this story but if it did happen to me and you know i was charged even a small amount like that, I would be like, what the bloody hell's that about? I want to know what's going on here, you know? They're not getting help from like the staff at all and having to wait around for ages and no one doing nothing. Yeah, it would be frustrating to me as well. But as we always say, there's probably a better way of going about it. <laughs> Try and be reasonable, says you're the asshole, and you're lucky you didn't face any larger consequences for theft. When there is a dispute like this, arbitrarily deciding to just take what you think you should get is not acceptable approach. No, you can't just steal beer because you think they overcharged you. Also that you are suspicious of sounds like a typical service charge for using a credit card, not some scam they were pulling on you. OP replied to that saying, yeah, there was never an explanation of a service charge. It was two pints at a bowling alley in Brighton. You don't get service charge for such a transaction. Now a little quick googly Google and it might, it might not be, I'm not sure how many bowling alleys there are in Brighton but there is a certain chain one there as well and as far as I'm aware the one that I use is the same one they don't charge service charges 1962 Michael says you're the asshole you told her to send the manager when he is free so getting upset that he didn't come to lane 22 within 30 minutes is not reasonable especially since you were going to be there for at least another hour walking off without paying for your drinks since you had not set up a tab is always an asshole thing to do 
Second asshole thing to do was to go outside with your pints. First, that's not allowed. And second, just as you gave the barmaid motivation to get the manager, you are not to be found at lane 22, but instead only steps away from your car. Yes, you had two more games to play, but the manager would not have known that without checking. So of course, he's on full alert. They aren't perfect here, but your actions caused this major problem. You ruined your own evening. OP replies again saying, to be honest, I didn't even ask to see the manager. I offered a free drink to rectify the error. She insisted I see the manager as she had no idea how this rogue amount of £2.85 appeared. She said he would be two minutes. I waited five plus and with no sign of him, pointed her in the direction of our lane and asked to send him when he was free. Do you believe 30 minutes is acceptable to not send someone over? This isn't my error at this point at all and I'm neither annoyed or have raised my voice slash sworn, etc. I don't own a car and I've paid £48 for six games of bowling. I'm hardly likely to leave with £32 of bowling outstanding for two free pints, minus the £2.85 overcharge. I'm also a male with a female friend, so I'm hardly in a threatening environment or things are unlikely to turn south from his perspective. Long John Fakebra says, I'm going to say not the asshole. You didn't steal anything. You paid for all your drinks. They're claiming you didn't, but you have proof of purchase. Could you have been more patient? Yes. Did you act like a bit of an ass? Also yes, but it sounds like you weren't actually rude to the bartender per se. OP replies again saying, I think this is a fair take. In retrospect, I possibly could have been more patient, but in my defense, I had waited approximately 45 minutes and for a fraudulent transaction with no explanation. I felt this would put the onus on them to rectify the error. I never had an intention of not paying for anything, but I defo wasn't rude. To be honest, it was a Saturday night and having not bowled for a few years, I had a reasonable 149 first game. Not bad. I just wanted the issue resolved and to continue my night. I only asked the question because the reaction to me seems so out of line for their error, even if my actions weren't the most sensible. Individual ad says not the asshole. As you noted, you forced a manager to come talk with you because the server was being less than helpful. I'm surprised that you didn't just challenge the amount that had been improperly charged with your bank. Still, it worked out. I have said my piece is not the asshole. You asked her to fix the mistake and she refused. Giving you a free drink on the house after the double charge seems the most obvious and simplest fix. Perhaps she did need the manager's permission for that. However, it seems she made no attempt to get it. And Nod says, everyone sucks here. I was with you up until you left the bar. You knew you had an outstanding tab, which I'm sure was more than £2.85. That you were in the midst of a conflict with the bartender and that you told her where to find you. Not a good time to go outside for a smoke. They made you wait far too long to get that charge taken off. And I get why you were frustrated, but you had no business leaving with things in that state, even for a few minutes. It's no surprise the manager jumped to the wrong conclusion. Now, what would you do in this situation? What do you th- how do you think OP handled it? Were they the arseholes? Were they not the arseholes? Or was it in everyone sucks here? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Awakening at 40, titled, Am I the Arsehole? Having my husband sleep on the couch, knowing he's going to wake up very sore. I've been sick for over a week. He hasn't done anything to help me while I'm sick, food, etc. I told him I'm extremely disappointed. I've mentioned it three times since I've gotten sick. Tonight it blew up. He said, I'm not sick enough to be taken care of. He said, I have a horrible cold, not cancer. I've been sleeping on the couch. I'm much shorter and smaller. 
The couch isn't uncomfortable to me. I've been sleeping there so he didn't get sick. My feelings are if I'm not sick enough for you to help out at all, I'm not sick enough for you to worry about getting sick from me sleeping in our bed. I'm now lying in my bed. But of course, I am sick enough to not sleep next to me. So he's on the couch. Am I the asshole to know he's going to wake up sore as anything, even though I'm really upset with him? Immediately, I come out and say on this one, you're not the asshole. That was his choice to go sleep on the couch. He's no, he's not showing anything towards you, no empathy towards you in the way that you're feeling in this situation, that you're feeling rough and he just doesn't care. And he says, you know, you have a horrible cold, not cancer. Well, sod that then. But I do question, why is he being so selfish towards you? Is it resentment for something or what? And I always question when we get to stories like this, you know, it sounds like a very small thing in some ways, but if you really think about it, this is someone that that's meant to love you, you love them, your partners, and hopefully for a very, very long time. And when you get ill, surely it'd be nice to support that person, to show that you do love them, that you do care for them, that you will love them in sickness and in health. So yeah, not an arsehole from me, but... Ork says, not the asshole. He chose to sleep on the couch after entirely disregarding your health. If he isn't going to take your physical well-being into consideration, his is no longer relevant. After all, he'll be waking up sore, not with cancer. Darcy Nitt says, you weren't asking for a caretaker. You wanted compassion and care. TLC. So now he's facing the consequences. He is literally lying in the bed he made. Not the asshole. Thrana says, not the asshole. Seems reasonable to me. If you're not sick enough to help, then why is he worried about getting equally sick? Is he always so selfish? Babyfoot Bandit says not the asshole. If my partner gets sick, I just accept my fate and take care of them until I get sick too and they're on the upswing and they can take care of me. Your partner is definitely the asshole here. And one more from Strike Match who says not the asshole. For someone who thinks what you're going through is so minor, he's trying awfully hard to keep the same thing from happening to him. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts on it and your thoughts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them? A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in the channel today. It means the absolute world. If you'd like to support the channel further but never any pressure to do so, you can click that join button down below for YouTube or click the link in the description for Patreon and join up there. It massively helps out the channel but never any pressure to do so. There is a playlist on your screen that will scroll through various Am I the Arsehole videos. If you want to watch that, you know, then you can just sit back, relax, have a cup of coffee, do whatever you're doing, <laughs> and enjoy your day. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 